Well, welcome back to an episode of Just My Thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It wasn't a win, but there are some things to be upset about and some things to be, you know, okay about. So, uh, Latoya, this is your segment, Latoya Sports Rant. So I will let you get started. Go right ahead. Well, going back to, say, last week when they played Kansas City, that was a toss-up. Whether or not they were going to win or not, I wasn't really banking on it, so I wasn't surprised there. Uh, This week, or or yesterday, uh, against uh, Green Bay, was a possible win. I would say that Green Bay, you know, is beatable. Um, but it was just some very just interesting things, to say the least, that I saw. Yes, I would have liked for us to win. But it just gets to the point where you start to notice, I mean, things that have been going on for some time, including the refs. And, I mean, people can say what they want. But I don't know how many times yesterday I counted that flags were not thrown for Green Bay. Uh, And I'm not just talking about plays where we messed up. Yeah, because we deserve those flags. I'm talking about where it was intentionally done where we got flags. But Green Bay Hartley got none. Case in point, pass interference call. Uh, you know, Green Bay clearly pass interference. Right after they got the ball back and we were on defense, they called pass interference. Uh, just a whole lot of just, you know, throwing the quarterback around and, you know, twisting his neck around. I mean, that is dangerous. And for the refs to just sit there and look at that and not not do anything. You know, and I get that, you know, these NFL players, this is, you know, something that they do. This is their career. And they put their bodies on the line. And sadly, these refs decide that they're not going to protect these quarterbacks by calling the flags like they're supposed to be called. You know, that's that could potentially kill somebody. You twisting their whole neck around, you know, and, you know, not calling any flags or anything. You know, it's just very disrespectful, you know, in a sense that we, in a sense, are, to me, the most penalized in the NFL. And what I mean by that is on purpose, intentional. You know, I... Yes, I don't watch all of the games, but from what I see, I mean, I don't watch all of the you know NFL teams, but from what I see, you know, my team is the most penalized on purpose. Meaning they'll call a flag, literally will be down by the 30-yard line. They could even be at the goal, and they'll call a flag. Been good the whole drive, been good. And then all of a sudden, we get that close to – to win a touchdown and they'll call a flag 
to draw us even back further. You know, it just it just gets ridiculous, you know, and then you go on social media fans, you know, so-called fans is what I call them, because I'm just like, how do you sit there and watch the game and not understand that? Yeah, we could have won, but you got the refs in the other team's favor. And you have people that are saying, well, uh, you know, Taylor Heineke is trash. Uh, our defense is trash. Uh, our O-line is trash or, uh, you know, stuff about Daniel Snyder. And I'm like, we didn't sit. I mean, we didn't sat and went through all of this for how many years? And what is that necessarily doing? You know, I mean, and I, I'm even talking about fans that are, are older than me. I'm like, if you're that tired of your team, like you should have been tired. I'm talking about some some years ago. After we win no more Super Bowls, then I, that should have been your ticket to go on and find another team then. Because you can't sit here and get mad. Now you've been riding with them the whole time. You know, I just don't I just don't understand. And then fans want to flake and automatically get attitudes when our team don't do what they're supposed to do. I'm like, you're not giving them no chance to do to do nothing. Now, yes, yeah, get upset because we didn't win. But like make it make it make sense. Cause if you're just gonna get mad every time that they mess up on a play or oh my god, he threw an interception. But we win a game and you still, you know, have something negative to say, then go to another team. It's it's almost like they sit around just for a reason to complain, just to say something. And then, you know, you have people that will sit there and be like, well, I can do a better job. But you're not them, though. You, 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 you don't do what they do every day. You know, getting up at the crack of dawn and going and practicing and, you know, putting their bodies on the line and risking injury. You know, and if that's the case, then, yeah, by all means, go out there and then maybe you will get a small taste of what they go through. And then maybe you'll have a different story when you come back. You know, and have a better respect for what. You know, for what they go through. Right. I mean, you're just seeing what's on the outside. You don't know what goes what goes on on the inside of these practices and training camps and things like that. Not a single clue or an idea. You know, we can get rid of everybody. We can fire people. We can do all of that. But until you know this something gels, we're, we we just can't be getting rid of folk and firing people and doing all of this nonsense. I mean, we done, what, fire Bruce Allen? We done gotten rid of quarterbacks that people didn't even want here. And you see where we're at still. Shit. So it, it it's not solving nothing. It, it ain't doing anything. Too many Chiefs. Not enough Indians is what I call it. Oh, my God. Did you just say too many chiefs, not enough Indians? You're going to get canceled, sweetheart. Well, that's what it is. Everybody's trying to have their hand in the pot and not, you know, relax and take a chill pill. Because all in all, it's really, 
it, it just boils down to the team gelling and doing what they're supposed to do. But at the same time, when you got stuff like that, clearly on TV, clearly they're cheating. Clearly you see the refs doing that. And I mean, for years I've been seeing the refs just intentionally throwing flags on us and calling bonehead, you know, uh, fouls on us and everything. And it just doesn't make any sense. I'm like, are y'all getting paid? I mean, it must be some type of conspiracy or something, something going on, you know? So, I mean, what more do people want? You know, and people can get mad and say that we need to get rid of Daniel Snyder. So getting rid of him is going to do what? I feel that fans would never admit it, but I feel that they are just looking for a quick fix. They want a quarterback to come in and just start winning immediately, right? But then they say, hey, let's get a young quarterback and develop him. But if that happened, they wouldn't want to develop a quarterback because, oh, we, we got to look for another quarterback in the draft. He's not developing fast enough. And it could be like after two or three games. I feel like a lot of Redskins fans or Washington football team fans are delusional. You know, they get up there, like, for example, Heineke. When Heineke started against the Buccaneers, they lost the game. A lot of Washington football team fans would call in a 106.7, the fan, the next morning. And everybody was like, oh, my God, like, he, he's proven. He needs a spot on his team. He's this. He's great. Now, he's going through his little, you know, Growing pains, because you got to understand, yes, he played in the NFL before, but when he was put on the, the, the team last year, he was taking class online classes, you know, so he was a little rusty, but he came in, did what he needed to do, and everybody's like, let's get him, like, we should start him, let's, let's start him, and now he's, he's, you know, the more tape is out on him, you know what I'm saying, people, teams are familiar with what he, what he does, and now everybody's like, he sucks, right? And the thing about it is they say, let's start Kyle Allen. One or two games after he's a little rusty, let's get Fitzpatrick. Then you start Fitzpatrick and say, no, let's go back to Heineke. It's like Redskins fans are delusional. And that's the main thing why I can't, I can't get with y'all. Not you, because you're one of the fans that have a little bit of sense, man, but you know, like I was talking to you about earlier, it's like people that will call in and be like, look, I'm not a coach, but I have managerial experience. And I'm just like, managerial experience, what do you mean? So just because you are a manager for Taco Bell and McDonald's doesn't mean that you have a football brain. Exactly. You know, and I don't want to go on a rant, but I'm just saying I support all DC teams, but... Mm-hmm. The thing is, like I'm, I'm repeating myself, Redskin fans or Washington football team fans, they want a quick fix. They get mad at Snyder because he does the things that he does and he meddles in the drafts and say, let's get this, let's do this, let's do this. 
But the fans want the same thing. They want a quick fix, somebody to come here real quick. And the fans, just like Snyder, don't have the patience to go through a rebuild process. Exactly. And I feel like that involves a lot of patience. And until we learn how to be patient and until he learns how to be patient as well, we're not going to get anywhere. We're just going to keep getting the same outcome every single year. And what I see in Tyler Heineke, like, is determination. Like, he wants to win. I mean, people act like he out there just throwing the whole game away. He's not. You can see the frustration that he has when he's on the field and, you know, he's messed up or made a mistake, you know, and it's like people don't give no quarterback actually that we get a chance. Well, at all. That's true to a point. When RG3 came in and I had the little memes of him sitting down with, you know, his arms up in the air, everybody loved RG3. They was on his jock strap hard. But then more tape got on him. He got injured and everybody's like, oh, he sucks. And that's why, you know, a lot of people saying that Cowboy fans are delusional. Like, oh, yeah, every year Cowboy fans start out pretty good or they finish pretty good or eight and eight. Then they're like, oh, we're going. This is our year. Them boys. So we're going to the Super Bowl. And Redskins fans like, oh, y'all are delusional. Y'all are delusional. They're not doing anything. But I feel like Washington football team fan, Redskins fans, whatever you want to call them, they're just as delusional. It's just like. It's so irritating having a conversation. Like I had one conversation with somebody. Um, somebody said, I think it was RG3, who was like, yo, y'all need help. Give me a call. Right. And it was like, nobody wants you. You suck. And, you know, the the, the thing about it is most of these people are downstairs in their in their mother's basement. About three, four hundred pounds, eating a, a big, big bowl of Cheetos, telling these these men on this football field that are in immaculate shape that they suck. You know, and I, I think it's wrong. Now, yes, it's fine to criticize people, but don't say people suck when you couldn't throw a football 10 yards. And that's the thing. Everybody is a football mind. Everybody's a football player. Just because you get out there with your kids and, and you throw a football 10, 15, 20 yards don't mean you can get on that football field and do what these people do. You exactly. know, that's that's the thing. That, that shit irritates the hell out of me. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about, the inconsistency with the fans. You right. know, I'm like, and also what it also boils down to is on social media. And I know a lot of us don't get on social media. You know, a lot of us, you know, just are not, you know, social media savvy. But you have some folks that will be in the comments saying stuff. And I'm like, y'all are literally like literal bullies. I'm like, and y'all don't think that if not on Facebook or whatever, maybe Instagram or Twitter, that they're not going to see that. And I'm like, for y'all to sit there and to talk about these people like y'all actually know them, like, why would you do that? I'm like, so if it were you in their shoes, 
and they're on Twitter bullying you, then how would you feel? I mean, and you're a whole grown man or woman or whatever. Yo, this ain't got shit to do with nothing. But I was just reading an article that Japan passed a law where if you cyber bully somebody, you can go to jail. And you just said cyber bullying and sorry. I know that I ain't got shit to do with football, but yeah, if they track you down, you can face jail time in Japan. That is kind of crazy, but I think it would tell people to shut the fuck up sometimes. Very interesting. Sorry. But I just think that, you know, y'all don't know these people from a can of paint, and yet you're, you know, you're talking about them on social media. They see it like, okay, yeah, Dwayne Haskins all over Twitter and they're just hounding this man. Just, but that's the world we live in, though. And just, and just going in. And I'm just like, first of all, what girl, man, or woman gets on social media and just sits behind the keyboard and just, just talks with their fingertips? Well, that's the world we live in, where fans buy your jersey or they buy a ticket to the game and they think they own you or they think that you that they're on like a first name basis like hey Kyrie like you're rich because of me I buy tickets to the game or or hey Dwayne like you're on my team I bought your jersey therefore I own you and I can call you um, a faggot or something to use the expression on Twitter like that's the world we live in like when they buy tickets to a game or something like that, they feel like they own you or they support that team. It's like Chase Young said, don't be a fan later, right? And it's like, young boy, I, I was a fan of this team before you were born. Shut up. But if you really think about it, what he's saying is right. Like we going through, we're on this field as a team. Y'all don't do what we do. So once we all get it together and we start clicking, then don't call into the radio station or don't hit me up on Twitter saying I always believed in you. And that's another thing. People, nothing that you put on Twitter or anything that you say on Instagram or whatever, you can delete it. But please believe people are taking screenshots. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, people are so finicky. And flip-floppy, for for example, J.P. Finley and Brian Mitchell have the 10 to 2 uh, slot on the radio. A couple weeks ago, no, well, the last time the Redskins or Washington football team, excuse me, guys, I don't want to offend anybody. The last time they won a game, J.P. Finley got on the radio and said, you know what, guys, I'm sold on Heineke. He makes a lot of mistakes, but he will play his ass off and he'll give his all for this team. Brian Mitchell was like, I'm not sold on him. He's he's a good backup. He's okay, but I'm not sold on him. Listening to the radio today, J.P. Fin Finley totally switched up 180 from what he said last time and said, Taylor Heineke is a good quarterback. He deserves to be in the NFL, but as a backup. And I'm like, if you have the D.C. sports media that are disrespecting the team and they're going from this to that, this to that, that to this. Like there's no consistency in the organization. There's no consistency among the fans. There's no consistency 
uh, among the 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 radio personality, mm-hmm. and that's why this I I feel like it's like that with all DC teams, right? You have the Wizards that are losing right now, but they started two and zero. I wasn't expecting them to beat the the Nets, but anything's possible. They started two and zero. And fans were like, oh, this is a fluke. They suck anyway. They're they're still going to suck, right? Mm-hmm. The Capitals, they're like, fire Peter LaViolette. You know, when the Nationals went to the World Series, you know, they started out 19 and 31. Everybody's like, fire Davey Martinez or trade Scherzer, trade um, Strasburg. And it's just like, DC fans are no matter what sport it is. I don't know what it is. Just something wrong mentally with these motherfuckers. Some of them. Yeah, some some of them, but some of those are are uh, the majority because you have a small percentage that actually have common sense. Oh, hold on. Look, I'm getting a text message from my cousin Joe. Joe, if you're listening to this, bro. Like, nigga, I understand what you're saying, but you don't have to send me text messages and then say you're sorry. Just say what you got to say, dog. That's that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a small percentage of those that, like me, are like very just like observant, you know, like, okay, you know, I see they messing up. Yeah, they could improve here, you know. But I'm not on social media bashing or, you know, with the other fans. Now, I know that there's a term fair weather fans. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what the majority of these fans are. Yeah, I feel you. Because my thing is, if you're going to rock with a team like my team's losing and, you know, they end up losing the game. You best believe I'm still going to put on my Sean Taylor t-shirt, my my Redskins pajamas that I didn't had for, had for years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to rock with them regardless. You know, I get mad when people be talking about them because I'm just like, well, you can go to another team then. If you feel that that uh, doubtful of of your team and you just have nothing nice to say, and people suck, and that's all you have, and and that's all that you have to say at the end of the day. Then, therefore, you can go to another team. But not not to flip on you or whatever. But you was kind of like that too when they was talking about changing the name. You know, you was like, they changed the name. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch any games and all that. So I mean, you kind of turned into one of those. Fans I mean, a bit. yeah, not watching the the game because it's just like they've been the Redskins for. How many years? Why all of a sudden now are we? But does the name mean anything? Like there was a lot of people like I was on Twitter. I was on NFL.com and just reading some of the comments. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, like the world is so pussyfied. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to listen on the radio. I'm not going to go to the stadium. But I'm just like, I said it to one guy and he got mad at me. I said, look. I said, yeah, you've been a Redskins fan since, you know, you were younger and you're an old man now. I get it, right? But if the product on the field is good, the name doesn't matter. And, I mean, honestly, 
The only time that the red, excuse me, the only time that the Washington football team is referred to the Washington football team is on articles, uh, is in articles, and when the people are commentating the game. But other than that, original fans like you, your dad, and the rest of your family, they're the Redskins. So, yeah, Washington football team or whatever, and they're supposed to be coming out with the mascot and the new name early 2022. But they're always going to be the Redskins. And let's be honest, they can change their name to whatever the hell they want it to be. As that product on the field is good, nobody's going to give a damn what that name is. And you know what? And shout out to my dad because he's the reason why. He's the reason why I'm a fan today. You know, I can remember Super Bowl I think it was the last Super Bowl we had. And I remember him just sitting, sitting there, just drawing a picture of the, you know, the um, of the emblem on the uh, on the helmet, and uh, you know, just me getting uh, dressed up in a jersey and, and stuff like that. So shout out to him because he's the reason why I'm even a fan, and I've been a fan since I was like six, six years old, and just sitting there and just watching games and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, even, you know, going through DC and, you know, before they changed the name and stuff like that and wearing the Jersey or wearing a Redskins hat, I mean, you couldn't walk through DC without seeing somebody with a Redskins jacket, hat, something, you know? So you're right. I have to agree, you know? Name change or no name change, you know, if the product on the field is, you know, was good, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't really change anything. So, you know, but we play y'all next week. And I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I'm a Broncos fan, right? Mm -hmm. But when y'all go down well, over to Denver or whatever, like, I want y'all to win. You know what I'm saying? Our division right now, like the Chiefs are a little rough. You know what I'm saying? I believe the Chiefs are in third place. We're in last place. Um, Teddy Bridgewater for us is not uh, the long-term answer. Right. You know, they got Drew Locke and they benched him. So Justin Herbert is wonderful. Derek Carr, he's doing what he needs to do. And I don't care. The division belongs to Patrick Mahomes. So I want y'all to go to Denver and lay the smack down. I want y'all to win. I really do. Because the Giants are getting better. They're improving. Um, The defense this last game for the Washington football team, they played better. Mm-hmm. But I feel with Von Miller, it's a possibility that he could not play this game because he he's injured. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then y'all should be dominating on both sides of the ball. Um, I really want y'all to win. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. somebody gotta get right. The Cowboys are looking very, very, very sexy right now. Um, I hate to say that, but. They are. Um, the Eagles might be dumpster juice. Uh, for the last couple of years, the Giants have started out a little crusty. 
uh, but they didn't end up getting it together. This year might not be like that because they've suffered so many inter- um, injuries, but I believe y'all's defense on paper is so explosive that they need to get it together. Now, in closing, I'm going to say this and I'm let you I'm going to give my final thoughts. A move that they made that I just don't know what the fuck Ron Rivera was thinking is you didn't cut Dustin Hopkins when he was struggling. And you had your your daily pressers and people were asking you asking uh, Ron Rivera questions and he said it's not a problem until it's a problem. Then when he, Dustin Hopkins, started getting better, you bring in a kicker that have never kicked in the NFL before. And with the Green Bay game, it was a couple of times where, okay, blew it, blew it. Mm -hmm. And you didn't trust a young kicker to do what you are paying him to do. If that was the case, why get rid of Duskin Hopkins once he improved? Like some of the decisions that, I, like I said, I'm not saying that Ron Rivera sucks as a coach. I'm not saying none of that. The only thing I'm saying is I'm not a football brand. I'm not a, I don't have a football mind. It just doesn't make sense to get rid of Dustin Hopkins to bring in a kicker that you don't even trust to kick field goals. You know, there's a couple of times where they went for it on fourth down. They could have just kicked the ball. But it's obvious that Ron Rivera did not have enough enough uh, faith and blew it. And when he did kick the football, he, he blew it. So blew it, blew it. Sorry, go ahead. So, Shit. so predictions for next week or this upcoming um game I would have to say I don't know I'm calling it 24-13 what do you think alright the Broncos they're my squad but I'm saying if Von Miller is injured and we have a couple of people on our secondary um, that are struggling so I would have to say I think that if they start Heineke, I'm saying I feel like y'all are gonna win twenty-four to seventeen. Okay. Washington football team. Right. And then uh, my uh last little tidbit is uh fans, y'all y'all gotta give this team a chance. We can't be sitting here going back and forth whether or not, you know, and I get people are going to do what they want. They're going to feel how they feel at the end of the day. But just know that if you don't like what's going on over here, you can gladly go to another team and go support over there. And, yes, like Chase Young said, do not come back once we, you know, start doing good. You know, should we get to that point? And the crazy shit is <laughs> y'all play this game and y'all win this game. Those They're same people exactly. that 
called in this morning, like, yeah, we need to do this, we need to get rid of him. They suck. I said, people are like, yeah, man. We got a team, man. We just got to support the team. Will you shut your ass up. So don't, Sorry, guys. Don't don't come back over here with all of that foolishness because, oh, now we're winning. Yeah, that that's the, the true definition of a Fairweather fan. So if you act in Fairweather now, then guess where you can go? Go over there where you feel like the grass is greener. But when the grass, grass get more greener over here, don't come back over here. So... Look, I all I want is after the game, I just want them to be blasting this song on the radio. That's all I want. You know what I'm saying? You know how they say, happy wife, happy life. When the Redskins win, my wife is very, very happy. Okay? So this is, this is what I want to hear after the game. Exactly. But... You know, you never know. But ladies and gentlemen, I think, Toy, I think this might have been the longest one that we recorded. We're going on 33 minutes. Uh But look, guys, uh, we love y'all. Thank y'all for all the support. Uh We're out. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that like button, comment, and subscribe. And until then, 